This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. In an unprecedented move, the National Association of Manufacturers, which represents 14,000 manufacturing companies, including many automakers and suppliers, asked U.S. Vice President Mike Pence to seriously consider removing President Trump after he incited a mob to attack the Capitol building yesterday. The 25th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution allows for the removal of the president under extraordinary circumstances. General Motors CEO Mary Barra tweeted out, quote, It's imperative that we come together as a country and reinforce the values and ideals that unite us. Other business executives were far more forceful. Jay Timmons, the head of the National Association of Manufacturers and a former Trump supporter, said, quote, This is sedition and should be treated as such. This story is far from over, but let's get back to the latest developments in the automotive industry. On Wall Street, the automotive supplier sector enjoyed a pretty good day. The AutoLine stock index of traditional suppliers was up 4.3%. Leading them all was Canadian parts supplier Martin Rhea, up nearly 10%. Lidol, which makes thermal acoustic materials, was right on its heels, up 9.5%. Tenneco and Dana rose over 6%, while American Axle was up 5%. It is interesting to see traditional suppliers posting strong market gains. Maybe all the investor interest in SPACs and reverse mergers and startups has some people nosing around for other opportunities in the automotive sector. And we invite you to join us later this afternoon for the first AutoLine After Hours of 2021. Some of the topics we'll be tackling include, will FCA really get rid of Chrysler and Dodge brands? And are autonomous cars just some kind of vaporware, or are they really on the way? Our guest for that show is Jeff Stout from Yang Fung, and if you haven't seen him before, he's got great insights and a fun way of expressing them. Pete Bigelow will also be on board, so join John and Gary for some of the best insights into the automotive industry. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. As we've reported for the last several months, Chinese consumers are snapping up the Wuling Hongguang Mini EV, and December was no different. Over 35,000 were sold last month, once again making it the number one EV in the market. And since the model first went on sale in June, more than 127,000 have been sold. That's pretty impressive for a tiny two-door car with a short range of only 105 miles, but consumers are likely more attracted to its low starting price of just $4,400. And speaking of car sales, things are looking bleak in Europe. Bloomberg reports that registrations dropped 25% last year in the UK, Germany, France, Spain, and Italy, the five largest markets in Europe due to strict coronavirus lockdowns. The UK saw its largest drop in sales since World War II. Bloomberg says the first quarter of 2021 will be difficult, but things could pick back up in the second quarter if lockdowns are eased. However, it still estimates that sales in 2021 
will be down 15% compared to 2019. There was one bright spot, though, electric vehicles. Sales of hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and BEVs passed sales of diesel-powered cars for the first time last quarter. And in other sales news, yesterday we reported Chevrolet increased its average selling price 6% last year. And now the folks at Chevy are sharing more details about its average transaction prices, or ATPs. Last year, its ATP was $36,400, thanks to higher-priced models in its lineup, like the Corvette, Tahoe, Suburban, and Silverado. Its most affordable crossover, the Trax, has an ATP of $18,500, compared to the segment average of $22,200. And in high-volume car and crossover segments, Chevy's ATP is at or about the segment average, and compares favorably to its key competitors like Ford, Nissan, and Toyota. And speaking of Chevy and its sales, the automaker launched a virtual shopping experience for customers. Called Chevy My Way, it gives customers access to one-on-one live tours of its vehicles with product specialists or a virtual auto show experience. Chevy is currently testing the platform, but plans to add more features over the coming months. Well, we're not sure what took so long as customers have been asking for a three-row Grand Cherokee for quite a while now, but Jeep is finally giving it to them. The Grand Cherokee L rides on an all-new platform that features a 7-inch longer wheelbase and is also slightly wider. This is not the same platform as the Wagoneer. That vehicle is body on frame. And Jeep says there will be a clear distinction, likely in size and price, between the two vehicles. Styling of the new Grand Cherokee is clearly an evolution from the current model, but there are a number of tweaks, and you may even notice a few unique differences between the reserve and overland trim lines seen here. A short wheelbase version will still be available, and a hybrid is coming at a later date as well. Some of the bigger changes to the design that are a little less obvious include a lowered belt line and thinner A-pillar. Designers also said they lean the grill forward a little bit, which makes the hood look longer and keeps the right proportions for the longer wheelbase. Changes to the interior styling is a lot more obvious, though. It looks like things like the vents, Jeep badge on the steering wheel, and HVAC controls were thinned out to help make the interior look wider. And note how the infotainment screen bridges the gap between the dash and center console. Overall, It has a more premium vibe. Two engines will be available at the vehicle's launch, a 3.6-liter V6 and 5.7-liter V8. The all-new Grand Cherokee L arrives at dealers in the second half of this year, while the two-row and hybrid follow later in 2021. Jeep says that 75% of the Grand Cherokee's competitors offer a three-row setup, but it was still the leader in the segment with just a two-row offering, so it expects to grow its lead with the long wheelbase version. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. 
Bollinger is providing more information about its commercial vehicles, and they're a bit more different than its B1 and B2 vehicles than we thought. There's a lot of overlap, like the battery systems, high-volt motors, and most of the high-volt electronics, a lot of the low-volt developments, and the powertrain. But Bollinger says it then takes those core components and rearranges them in what looks like a completely different frame to accommodate customer needs. Although, still no word on when we could see something like this on the road. Goodyear Tires is giving us one of our best looks at Lordstown's all-electric endurance pickup truck to date. And that's because Goodyear is going to supply Lordstown with tires and tire services, and it recently got to try out the EV truck at its testing facility in Ohio. Goodyear says it wants to have the technology that takes it into the future with EVs and AVs, and this is the first step towards that. Sales of electric cars hit an important milestone in the U.S. market last month. They managed to hit 2% market share, a small number to be sure, but sales last month were up a whopping 77% compared to November. Most of that was thanks to Tesla, but the Chevrolet Bolt, Hyundai Ioniq, and Porsche Taycan all posted impressive percentage gains. Ironically, it was also a great month for pickup trucks and vans with diesel engines. Sales were up 46%, and they outsold electric cars by more than 2 to 1. But that wraps up today's show. Thank you for watching.